0: Hi everyone, Joshin here. Thank you so much for joining me. Kia namaskar and greetings. So today I have a very special friend with me. Her name is Saskia and we're part of the same community here at Mount Shannon. I've known Saskia since I moved here. She's, she's very much of a networker, keeping connections, um, creating connections between people and also a very creative soul. So welcome Saskia. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Josh. Really lovely to be here today with you. Saskia, tell, tell the listeners a little bit about your creative background.
1: Well, I think it probably, st- I was inspired as a, as a child even, um, and drawn towards art. But then I ended up um, eventually in art college and on a kind of a metaphysical journey, rejecting kind of mainstream education as I knocked one off after the other, basically. So ended up at training as a kindergarten teacher. Didn't work as a kindergarten teacher, but really enjoyed this style of training. Mm. And also, um, I've done many other um, of my own kind of training since then. Um, and uh, I'm inspired mainly by, um, by nature. And uh, also by, yes, as Joshna said, the connecting with people is my favorite thing, really. Tell us a little bit
0: about your schooling, because I know it was, it was quite unique.
1: I think that's one of the things I've been working on processing recently I had a Mm. I went to um, boarding school for six years which uh, I discovered creates a a syndrome called boarding school syndrome (laughs) (laughs) and uh, you know I mean just where was it oh it was in County Wicklow in Ireland it Mm. was 168 girls Mm. full-time boarding 10 nuns uh, mainly in the older age group and um, one priest God bless him, because he got... S- actually, so many priests passed through our school because um, they got up. so hounded by us, I think, you know, they couldn't handle it. I was an altar girl, which is very unusual. It yeah. was subsequently the Vatican tried to ban it, but we were doing the same function as an altar boy on the altar. That's awesome. Yeah, that was the only... Well, it was sort of... You wouldn't, it was a highlight in a way, because we knew we were doing something that wasn't done and yes. anything in any fashion that would give us that taste of something that wasn't done in such a controlled environment was actually something quite special <laughs> i can imagine i remember um you know we had a black mark system and yeah. even you know looking out the window and some uh, local chaps had set fire to bushes and we looked out the window and those of us who looked out the window got a black mark for that wow yeah wow. it was very very um old-fashioned um, in Pretty fact, orderly. you know, I had this lovely idea that I was going to St. Trinian's like uh, Enid Blyton. But then when I actually got there and saw the, the, the wrought iron bedsteads and the counterpanes, the, the nuns call them, which had to be folded back every morning uh, to air the bed, um, it actually reminded me more of um, Oliver Twist. Wow. Uh, but it cost uh, a fair bit of money to uh, go to school and live like Oliver Twist. <laughs> 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 but, you know, I was a child of community, I think, because um, I'm an adoptee. And before I was adopted, I was fostered by a large Dublin family, although I have no conscious memory of that because mm. I was four months old when mm-hmm. I was adopted. Mm. I actually do um, I have this f- kind of feeling of being surrounded by children mm. from then. Mm. And after that, then boarding school for six years and then yeah it's always been the people
0: and your mom was a, a very uh, significant
1: figure my adoptive mom uh yes um she did all kinds of unusual things herself and was on radio and mm. was an air hostess who mm. ended up um representing ireland in america um, before she married because in those days you actually had to um stop working once you um, got married I mean mum wasn't young we thought they were ancient my parents because they were actually only a, they were 34 when they got married and 36 when mum got me and 37 when she got my sister Yeah, they were over the hill <laughs> definitely but mum has been a, um, involved with the ICA in Ireland uh, since I was about 8 since we moved to Carlow uh, to a farm and she said it saved her life because in those days there was really no opportunity for women to do very much outside the home Mm -hmm. and she started directing plays and Mm -hmm. doing Irish dancing with them and all kinds of stuff and that was very much um, infused her life and she's 88 now and she's proud to be 88 Mm -hmm. and she is still um, involved in the ICA then she ended up on television in the boot camp um, on RTE and suddenly mother who we'd, we'd sort of led a relatively quiet life until then because wherever we go now mother is recognized (laughs) 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 and people come over to her you know whether they're teenagers or middle-aged men and they have chats (laughs) with her which i think is really nice it's lovely yeah so she's quite a motivator like you yeah i mean mum, i mean has grown you know grew up in a family that moved all over Ireland and she's a war baby and Mm. war war babies are very resourceful Mm. and you know she ran she ran a farm she she can turn her hand to anything really Mm. which is great I mean I think she would have loved to have been in business she would have loved to have gone to university but in those days only the boys went and it's sad because she was definitely the one who um, held the most promise in that way absolutely but she is a university in herself
0: she is actually yes. I'm always stunned when I'm talking to her. Her memory is
1: amazing. I know it's much better than it's mine. Incredible, really. Eighty.
0: Is. What did she say? She
1: Eighty-eight. Was? Wow. Yeah. Wow. So,
0: um, tell us a little bit about something inspiring that's happening for you at the moment.
1: Well, at the moment, um i think what's the most inspiring thing is once again about people Mm. and gathering them together in some fashion even though it's difficult at the moment Mm. to actually meet as many as i would like to meet in person but i think it's the gathering of um community to to find out what we really need Mm. and how we can feed our souls in a time as barren in many ways as it is now culturally Mm. yes musically you know, I know we can have, um, listen to music at any time, but to really feed our souls, we need live music. Yeah, and we need art exhibitions and mm. all the wonderful, um, cultural things that are so much a part of Irish life.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Exactly, and because you you were an editor of Amazing Magazine, which is the only one I'm aware of like it around this area, called Earthwise
1: Well, the we yeah we. My partner and I, Yana, we started otherwise. Um, otherwise, yeah. There was another magazine actually in this area. Funnily enough that there was another one born here as well. But that's the creative place we uh-huh. live in, Network Magazine, mm-hmm. which got uh-huh. sold by the by the owner. But anyway, otherwise was really about inspiring people yeah. and um, finding out all the good things that we could find out about people and what they were doing in Ireland. Um, you know we didn't we really wanted to be able to give something um sustainable and interesting to people uh, we didn't really want to focus on um other areas that might have mightn't have been as upbeat mm. um so yeah. yeah it was a lot of fun uh, meeting a lot of people and yes. you know it was incredible what people um you know sent us you know it was really like there's such a wealth of um experience and wisdom um here that it you know to be tapped and it's not the end of otherwise we still have the the facebook page and we put stuff on it but it's something that we may get back to at another point yeah. at the moment um more involved in publishing yes exactly
0: yeah. and you, you you do you have something
1: more to say about the inspiring things that you're doing at the moment oh well also um during the lockdown i i did a lot of um I'm an amateur herbalist, uh, but that was my, one of my favourite things was the place we were living at the time was surrounded by the most incredible hedgerows and meadows and mm. I have never picked yeah. as many wild um, plants and herbs to dry and make tinctures from wow. and oils from and my own hand creams and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Also inspired by other friends in the area who mm. um, would sort of show off together what we were doing. <laughs> And I'm also setting up an art studio at the moment at home so I can uh, work um, with my encaustic painting, which is the only medium that really excites me, to tell you the truth, because I'm one of those people who finds it rather difficult to, f- to know when a, a piece of art is finished. And with encaustic, you're using beeswax and pigment and you set fire to it with a blowtorch. Wow. So it's, to me, it's a form of alchemy. Wow. Uh, storytelling and I think that I was just thinking that I must um, record my mum mm. reading or telling yeah. children's stories mm. because she has a wonderful voice yeah um, so yeah just uh, trying to um, focus is, is important for me and the the studio which mm. will be a physical structure uh, will <laughs> give me a great uh, container <laughs> for my work I think Yeah. Uh, both writing and art mm. there's something about going out to one's Space Mm, mm. for creating things that you can close the door. Mm -hmm. You can even put a sign on the door saying "Do not (laughs) disturb." Yeah, and it's like, and also keeping regular, you know, schedules and hours. There, I think that would be really important for me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think everything I do. I think living is a form of art. Mm. How we live, and everything about it. Mm. Interesting. It's true. True. Yeah. Let us know your experience
0: of Kirtan.
1: Um, probably my first experience was when I lived in Cork and when I went to see Ama in Dublin. Mm. Mm. And I was absolutely taken by Kirtan. It it actually blew, my, blew me away mm. because it resonated on such a deep level, on a soul level, mm. which I hadn't experienced in other forms of music really. Mm. And then eventually I made my way to Claire and met Joshna. Mm. And I really appreciated the musicality you brought to that, you know, because it does depend on who's holding space with Kirtan. I think mm. it does mm. really help. Mm. And you really enjoyed the weaving together of the mm. harmonies, which mm. is my favorite part, I think mm. for me anyway. Yeah. yeah. That it's kind of a spontaneous one. Mm. There was no, it, it was like, everyone's souls coming together in melody in Mm. music Mm. and also I think different aspects of us are fed by different things and for me um, that's a kind of a soul level deep feeding of the soul kirtan Mm. Mm. and um, yeah it's definitely something we must do more of. We did
0: two albums together (coughs) we did Avata Kirtan 1 and Avata Kirtan 2 and each one was quite different
1: wasn't it? yeah but I really enjoyed um just meeting the people and the fact that we could to remember we sang for about an hour and a half mm. together straight through the whole album recorded yeah, we did
0: live we did actually, I love that yeah yeah I really it's like that. preparing and preparing and preparing, and then when you press that button, that's it. that's it. The but final was. The live was the final one. That was it. We added a few harmonies afterwards, but that was the main track.
1: I like the idea of us being Gandharvas, which means, Mm. as far as I know, it means one who sings to the divine. Yeah, that's a great name. And somehow it would touch other people.
0: Mm -hmm. Touch their heart. Yeah. Yeah, I just like that whole process of just... Being together for, I think, two, three weeks beforehand, practising a lot.
1: Yeah, we did.
0: A lot. Nearly every day. And then when you hit the button, that's it. It's like you're on the journey and you can't stop.
1: It also made me realise the benefits of singing are immense. Mm. You've said that before. Mm. It's so good for us. Mm. It is, a eh? I I think it's one of those things that, it, you know, like if somebody isn't well, the shaman would ask them, um, you know, when was the last time you sang? Mm. When was the last time you danced? Yeah. Those kind of things that Mm. we so need. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
0: Especially Kirtan, because you don't need to learn the lyrics. You don't need to use (laughs) like three words. And, you know, that's it, like... (laughs) You don't have to think about, oh my God, what's this verse now? I haven't forgotten the verse. It's just amazing because you can just focus on expressing actually expressing, connecting and expressing the emotion I find sometimes when I'm doing kirtan, in the beginning there's stuff going on in my head and then after a while it's like I'm, I'm, and then after some time I feel like the true emotions are coming out of me I'm Mm. experiencing them and they're just coming out and then after that it's almost like um, there's only kirtan there's just only ketan, there's just this flow and I don't want to stop then, that's when I don't want to stop, I just want to keep going, keep going, because I'm just really getting into the flow, because I think it's a process, you know, sometimes the, um, I find the emotion comes out, I don't even know it's there, <laughs> and then it, it kind of dissolves and then I f- I'm jumping into the flow. And that's when it becomes kind of transcendental, transformational. It's transformational the whole thing, but especially as as
1: it, as it de- develops, for me anyway. I think we, we need that blissful connection in our lives, mm. especially now. Mm. Listening to and performing kirtan and singing kirtan mm. gives us something that's often missing mm. in our daily lives and that will feed us mm. into the future. Mm. Just before we end, is there anything you'd like to share with the listeners? There's only something that was a bit rude that my dad used to say. <laughs> when we can't remember things. It's called craft. Can't remember an effing thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suffering from craft. <laughs> Please don't add that in, Josh, actually. <laughs> hey, You sure? <laughs> don't put that in. <laughs> no? I don't know.
0: The ketan that I like to sing now is one that's... I'm thinking of today and it's really appropriate it's called gold it's very appropriate because today is the anniversary of when Sri and Ananamotiji gave the Babnam Kevalam Kirtan Mantra the universal mantra he gave this 50 years ago and as today is the anniversary I'm going to speak more about that tomorrow but here's the Ketan it's called gold Mm
2: (laughs) Father never love. love. Bye bye, name okay, I'll Give a love, baby, love and love. Give a love, baby, love Give love. Give love. I'm a little Okay. <laughs>